One day, my daughter said to me, I can't stay quiet, my mouth wants to talk. And I couldn't wait to hear what came out of it next. We don't spend enough time telling stories or listening to those of the people who shape the world we live in. Here are real stories of the eclectic cast of characters I've collected in my menagerie of weirdos. They're brave, just like you. And they deserve to be listened to. I'm Sam Jenny, and this is Everyone's Weird, and so are you. Hi, I'm Sam Jenny. Welcome to Everyone's Weird, and so are you. Uh, I know, Sam. Uh, I've been here many times before. You don't have to keep saying that. I'm not welcoming you. Just in case you forgot, I'm Ronan Daly. And, of course, uh, any of our listeners or viewers can find us on all major streaming platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can listen to us somewhere else. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can watch us on YouTube. And all the variations thereupon. We're on mail. Links are included in the description and, of course, in our end credits, except in the end credits of Spotify, because that's not how sound works. That's not how sound works. That's true. Yeah, we're on all major streaming platforms, as one would say. But Ronan's from, you know, Europe, so he says things way more wordy. So let's just give him a pass for that one. Um, it's, it's because of the metric system. Yeah, it's probably not out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That tracks. So, Sam... Yes. What's new and weird with you this week? Ooh, are you asking about my weird fact of the week that happened to me? Occurrence fact? No. I'm I'm just I'm just asking some kind of organic, natural, conversational type of oh, question cares. like a person might ask a person of some kind. I am a person of some kind, so that makes sense. Okay, well, what's weird Earth. with me right now is that I just earned this trophy. This trophy is a cheerleader. She's got one leg popped. It's perfect. She's got pom-poms. She's great. She's really, like, ready to go. And I earned this trophy by being the person who our guide up to this cliff. We bouldered. We hiked half a mile, bouldered half a mile on the edge of a cliff, and then jumped off a 20 to 30 foot cliff into freezing cold water last two days ago <laughs> i don't know the construct of time has no hold on me i'm jet lagged but still basically i got the trophy for um being the person who hesitated the least to jump off the cliff which i feel like is really like it's just like a 40 and just metaphor for my life <laughs> yeah I was, I was going to say this is just moments after you pointed to me as the european who says things in an unnecessarily wordy way and then you took three sentences to finish. This is the trophy I got for. Yeah, exactly. It was for awesome. jumping off a cliff, having the least amount of hesitation. Faster, faster than any of the other lemmings. That's brilliant. It was like everybody else hesitates for like five minutes. You just went for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, yeah, the, the, the camera the was rolling. The camera the was rolling. Against. You got to get the shot. If the camera wasn't rolling, I probably would have hesitated at least 15 minutes. I would have been like, oh, why am I doing this? What am I doing? What am I? It was terrifying. So you have to jump right there, which I did. But then I hit the water. I went into shock. Josh had to chase me down. Um, and then he was like, oh, Oof. shoot. She needs their inhaler. So I had to run back up, get the inhaler, oh, pull that, me out yeah, of the water. When you, when you get into that cold, cold water and your lungs just decide, you know what? 
<laughs> I couldn't breathe no, at all. We're, we're, we're not doing I this. I had a wetsuit on and everything because that's I knew I anticipated that. I was like, there's no way I will survive this if I don't have a wetsuit on. So I tried a wetsuit on if it fit really snugly. But then when I got up, I was like, I well, basically, I plugged my nose, but the sheer force of the water blew my fingers off of my nose so i ended up coming up without that and and john our guide was like are you okay i'm like like trying to like doggy paddle through water and he's like i don't think she's okay yeah i literally like last night even this is two days ago last night i was still like blowing lake water out of my nose so you know i don't know if you know um i mean i don't know why you would you probably don't know this but in ireland we have regularly terrifying advertisements for like you know not drinking and driving like things get graphic um and there's one that for years now has been playing in cinemas or movie theaters as you would call them uh which is basically hey sometimes People fall into freezing cold water in the middle of the night. Here's how not to die. And it, it's like legitimately just running through the circumstances. Your lungs will seize up. You'll struggle to breathe. You will panic. Your clothes will drag. And it's just, it tells you, just lie back and wait for your breath to come back to you. Wait for your body to get used to what's going on because the more you try to move, the harder it'll be to breathe. It's Can like, ter- and then you're like, Can okay, contest. cool. And, uh, and now enjoy Detective Pikachu. <laughs> it's I so weird. I so... oversold the tickets, so I didn't get to go into that movie. But yeah, that's crazy. The, you, is that true? Yeah. What do, you, do you have any other uh, weird facts to sh- share with us? Um, oh, yeah, actually. Uh, I know... I know we're we're all fans of animals, um, on on this podcast. So, did you know that the dromedary camel is the only mammal without lungs? True story. I don't believe that's true, but I like the rhyming. No, scheme. that's true. No, that's. True. I don't believe that's true. There's no mammal without No, of course, uh, that's, it's what the, the hump is for. Um, no, the hump is for um, it, it, containing water, it, it, I'm pretty it, sure. It respirates through uh, spiracles located throughout uh, the hump. That's not even a uh, thing. Air, those, aren't, those aren't nouns. Air circulates through them. And actually, if you, if you hold a dromedary camel up to your ear, you can hear the ocean. And that's, that's the cause I of don't that. believe the, either of those things are true. The air moving through. No, that's, yeah. that's definitely Yeah, but I, I will try sometime, I hope. Okay, so we're going to talk about some actual weird facts about animals. Let's talk about this, all right? The harlequin bass and hamlet fish take turns being male and female, including releasing sperm and eggs during the mating process. What? Uh, false, because bats and fish do not mate with each other. It's a bass, not bats. Bass. I know that this is a fact. Other, like aside from your camel, fact. This is an actual fact, and I just think it's pretty evolved to them. Like they're super Gen Z. You know what I mean? They just take turns, including releasing sperm and eggs. Like I'm gonna release sperm this week. I'm gonna release eggs this week. Like let's make some steak and eggs. I mean. Steak? Do what do you think steak is made of, Sam? Sperm. 
sperm whale. And that's our third. That's our third fact of the week. Yay! It's a second fact of the week. All right, let's get to it. While we lost Ronan, let's cut to Puff Poppy goes to Seven Eleven because I just had my first slurpee the other day and it was delightful. Here it is. I just took this guy to Seven Eleven, and what did I tell you? Get anything I wanted. And what did you just want? Ice coffee. That's all he wanted. And now he gets a slice of pizza too. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yup. But Poppy's the, he's the dude. I'm the dude? Respect I appreciate that. I never told him to say that, but I appreciate that. Saban! Yeah. What's up? Hold on a second. Up, hey, my boy. You're humble and cool too. Say hello to my Snapchat. This is a good man right here. What goes around comes around. He gave me a free slice of pizza right after, too. I was with this guy, Sevak, in the county jail, and he remembers me. How solid was I? Solid. How much respect did I have in that county jail, bro? Your Honor. Who was running the pod? Jesus. And who was the other guy running the pod? You right there. I got respect for you. How's your lady? My man wants to give a shout out to... Angelique, Sam Jenny, Angelique. Oh, I did that one already. Uh, uh, Crystal and Jamie. There you go. Hey, hold on, hold on. What? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh! <laughs> That's what you call a real shout White out. people, wake up. <laughs> Since Ronan's still gone, let's cut to Joshua Rex. Makes obvious observations bluntly. Let's go. I've been asked to make more blunt observations, obviously. So here is a couple of things I am observing right now as I look to my right. Near, on my bedpost, there is a bottle of lotion. Now don't ask any questions, okay? This was for my tattoo. And also next to my uh, bottle of lotion on my bedpost is a bottle of hot sauce. Uh, truffle hot sauce, so there is a hint of fungus with every bite. Goes great on pizza. Again, don't ask any questions. It's on the bedpost next to the lotion. Thanks. Have a nice day. And oddly enough, the person we just heard from making obvious observations bluntly was Joshua Rex, who is sponsored by. He's available for hire throughout the Midwest as a fiddle player and violin player, which are the same thing, I swear to God. He's amazing. Please hire him if you're looking for somebody as an auxiliary instrumentalist. He can also play the guitar, and he can sing really well, especially harmonies. You can find him at info at joshuarex.rocks or on Instagram at joshuarex.rocks. Um, and then we're actually talking to two people who know him really well and employ him in their band. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to Callie Indiana and Casey Cameron today. Are you ready? Oh, I'm... Uh... I'm actually, it, this This is, I know this is a little late to bring this up, but uh, due to a curse that was put on me several years ago, I cannot talk to anyone called Casey, so I might have to sit mutely for the duration of this interview. I completely understand. I'm sorry that yeah, happened you. know, to it's you. just one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those, that's just terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry for you and all the Casey's that miss out on you all the time. But I know, like I, 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 I never got to actually talk with Casey Kasem. I, that's terrible. 
I'm so sorry. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get them on the phone though, and you can just you can just bow out. It's fine. Just sit silently. Oh yeah, cool. Just I'll uh... think your thoughts really loudly, okay? <laughs> the only way I know how. Awesome. Perfect. Okay, let's get them on the phone. Hello, is this Casey? Hey, Casey, what's up? Hey, Sam, how are you? Good, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, I'm Shmonen, definitely not Rowan. Hey, man, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you, too. Whereabouts are you calling in from today? I am in Elkhorn, Nebraska, just a little west of Omaha. Cool. Let's talk about how we met. You okay. you play in a band. Um, I saw you in my hometown play in a band with my bandmate and our own duo, Joshua Rex, mm-hmm. and you were yeah. performing with Callie Indiana, but you also had your own set to start. That was a crazy show. That crowd got insane. Like, I've never seen a crowd that big in that bar. I, I think they definitely breached capacity. And people did not want to leave. And I was talking to the audience the whole entire time, and everybody's just enamored by you guys. They thought you were great. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was at Copperfields, right? Yeah, Copperfields, yep. Yeah, Copperfields is always a great time. They've been good to us for for a long time, ever since we just started out with this thing. And, um, yeah, we, we've got some good friends there, and people seem to come out and hang out with us when we're there. We, we usually do our – our acoustic show there, but it's a it's an awesome time. So yeah, do you usually start out opening for Cali, Indiana, and then play in Cali, Indiana, or do you guys just shake that up? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, little backstory on that: Cali, Indiana is my wife, <laughs> and we are singer songwriters, and we do a lot of songwriting together. I've been playing rhythm guitar and sharing some vocals uh, with her for about six years now um we've been together for 10 years um and yeah we we've always kind of made music together but really kind of went out on our own about six years ago and uh prior to that we were in other bands and i was a drummer for a long time so i was drumming and she was kind of co-fronting another band and then we were just like you know what um we both write songs we both play a little bit so we could probably do this on our own and have a whole lot of fun doing it so we've been doing that and then um, after, um, so I, I was gone from the middle of 2021 all the way through the middle of 2022 on a military deployment. And so when I did that, we really kind of like solidified the fact that, uh, you know, Callie would be doing, doing her own thing. Um, we didn't want people like constantly like, Hey, where's, where's Casey at? What's, what's he been up to? And I was like, Oh no, this is, this is my band. This is what I do. And then that kind of spurred uh, the the solo project for for me, um, and started putting music out last year, as you know, with uh, the Casey Cameron project and everything like that too. So yeah, that's kind of how all that spun off, and all of a sudden we ended up with two bands. Like, <laughs> uh, what the hell were we thinking with that? So <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. It took me like so long to wrap my mind around it. I was like, I had to ask Josh like five times. I'm like, so so they're uh, two bands. Or are they one band? Does she sing with them? Does it, yeah. And I know you guys collaborated a ton together, but you were in the Army, correct? Correct. Thank you for yep. your service, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for all the support, guys. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, so uh, how, how old? Oh, wait. I have one question that just sparked in my mind right now. Do you, you don't have a drummer on stage, correct? Yes. Yeah, we do. You do? Yeah. Um, so it just depends on the format. So, okay. 
um, yeah, we, um, we, we definitely do our fair share of our acoustic trio shows, depending on what it is, you know, if it's like a songwriter showcase or a small venue or something, we'll do a bunch of shows where I'm just playing guitar and, um, we've got, uh, Mr. Joshua Rex playing fiddle and, um, he's terrible. My, uh, he's terrible. Cute. I know it, he'll get, he's, I mean, you gotta let somebody you know, progress though. He'll get better eventually and we'll, we'll stick with him until he does. Hey. But, uh, <laughs> we'll keep him. In. We, uh, yeah. And then, you know, our, our lead guitar, uh, player, Mike Rye, he's, he's phenomenal as well. And, um, so we can do a lot with that. And then when we play our bigger shows, um, yeah, we've got the full, uh, six piece man. Gotcha. Yeah. How old are you again? I'm 39 years old. Just turned 39 this month. Uh, uh you yeah, know, you yeah, turned 39 on the 11th. Uh, yeah, so so I, I have a quote from uh, Joshua Rex, your fiddler, who I play yeah. with as well. He says that um, you're one of the most professionally driven people he's ever met, who always wants mm. the best results, and that you're really fun to play with on stage, and you produce a great product that has been really fun to watch develop, and that you're really fun to co-write with, and that he likes to yeah. write a lot of your hooks. And I always say, the hook brings Josh back. So yeah, that's what he says about sure. you. Well, that's... No, it's very kind. We we definitely try to try to work hard and then, you know, have a little fun while we do it. So um he's been uh he's been great to play with as well. So yeah. I appreciate the kind words. I think we have a little bit of footage we're gonna roll right here um about you guys backstage. I got to hang out with you guys at that um show at Joe's Honky Tonk Roll. Nice. Roll that little baby right there. I think I got you guys playing a song too, so cool. One, two, got in the way. I'm bowing for him. <laughs> this is fun. That's <laughs> not bad, actually. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Reverse, reverse. Okay. Yeah. Back up, Terry. Okay. No, you're you're holding the bow, and then you're the phone without a hand. Okay. This is great. This is good. This is okay. Great. Here we go. This is a good process. Ready? All right. Ready? Now I'm going to murder him on this. Okay. Here we go. Here we Can you, can we just, can we just, I won this battle. Okay. Take you want to go. So you're self-taught on guitar, right? 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I played drums for a long time. Started playing drums when I was uh, 19. Um, didn't start really getting out too much and like writing songs until I was probably, oh, late 20s anyways, 26, 27. And I figured out that uh, it's pretty hard to write songs and then go play them for people as a drummer. Um, so <laughs> I, I went, I went any mini miny mo behind the piano and the guitar and I landed with the acoustic guitar. So I started messing around with that and helped me to be able to actually play the songs that I was writing. So that's how that happened. How long have you been playing for? Uh, playing guitar. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Probably like 12 years or so, give or take. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, I always, uh, always saw myself as a drummer, but I think it's helped out, you know, when you get that kind of that rhythm piece and you can understand song structure and a little bit of theory and stuff from behind the drum kit helps you kind of keep time, you know, um, keep everything on the, on the rails a little bit. So I think it's, it's been useful. Absolutely. Um, I will say I noticed that about you when I watched you at Joe's that uh, you have really good rhythm. You're like a metronome. You don't rush, you don't slow down. Like I, I noticed yeah, it was really consistent. I know that Josh always says that that's a good thing about playing with you too. Um, also I just, on the subject of Josh, how much does he suck though? Seriously. It's like pulling teeth to work with him. Like it is for me or like, do you ever want to tell him to do less? Like, just be honest with us. I, I, I wish I, I wish I could agree with you. I, I can't. He's, he's just like everything, everything that comes out of that fiddle bow is just uh it seems like it was the worst rehearsed a thousand times. The worst. <laughs> I think that's what you meant to say. I think you meant to say the worst. Yeah. We can just, we can just put in subtitles. It's fine. Um, it's, it's no big deal. Um, so yeah. I heard lately that you're going, you, you play in with your wife, Callie, um, in the band, but you're going to be doing more sound band work going forward. Is that true? Uh, yeah, it just depends. Yeah, I mean, we so we own our, our own music group called Kilo India Music Group, obviously, you know, built off the phonetic for KI and Kilo, uh, Cali, Indiana. So, um, yeah, I mean, we do we do a lot. Um, you know, like I said, we we really focus right now on this music that we're putting out as singer songwriters. Um, but, you know, I definitely see us, you know, continuing to branch out. I'd love to help other artists get shows going, produce shows. Uh, produce albums, um, all of that stuff in the in the future. So we'll see what's what's ahead of it. But right now, we're pretty much working for ourselves. And um, but yeah, it's a uh, you know if you want to go play music, you gotta you gotta be able to produce a show and make it sound good and look good. So uh, we just kind of pulled all that under the same umbrella and and we go out and make it happen. So gotcha. Uh, so do you have your own studio? Um, I don't know. Um, right now we've been, we've been working with, uh, yellow dog records out of Wimberley, Texas. They've been doing our, uh, our music right now. And, um, but there's some, there's some good studios in, in Nebraska as well. We just, uh, haven't used them yet. So maybe in the future we can check that out. There's some so, super um, mediocre studios in Minnesota and Minneapolis. Um, everywhere. AJK everywhere. audio, very mediocre. That's where I'm at right now. It's terrible. <laughs> Josh. So what do more. genre of music do you play? Uh, definitely got a country, country kind of an Americana uh, flavor to it. Um, we get a, we get a little rock and rolly every once in a while, but like if you go listen to the new record, there's a lot of fiddle, there's a lot of steel guitar. Oh, um, cool! And it's 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 pretty traditional. We've even got a song that's basically a Texas swing song. So um, yeah, it's good. It's kind of rocky too. It's got a little edge to it. I feel. You know what I mean? 
Right on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're just trying to find a somewhat of a unique sound. Yeah, you know? the, the um, fiddle is really shitty though. Do like you could do better. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm never gonna stop yeah. using him during this interview. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're we're yeah, we we're gonna make this uh we're gonna make uh Joshua Rex come down and, and make this next record. He's he's not on the the one that just came out, but he'll be on the next one for sure. So I've been working together more. Do so. better. <laughs> so I'm sure you've got a lot, but uh who would you say are your biggest musical influences absolutely i'm kind of an enigma when it comes to music man so i live in nebraska nebraska's pretty country obviously so it's a good fit for us here but i grew up in detroit oh really so, wow yeah so we talked about um, that i feel yeah yeah i grew up you know kind of out in the country north of detroit a little bit and grew up around horses and doing a bunch of uh, you know cowboying and stuff like that it just weirdly in michigan you just think you know cowboys come from texas or some shit like that but they're in every single state so including minnesota right absolutely <laughs> so, um yeah so grew up that way but you know because of that proximity you know the motown sound um guys like ted nugent hell i lived a mile down the street from kid rock for a while like <laughs> you know so uh, you know, say what you want about Bobby Ritchie, you know, he, he's an influence for sure. So summertime um, in northern up... Michigan, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> so no, we uh, definitely have kind of like a rock and roll, especially like with vocals and stuff like that. Um, but then trying to incorporate more of the traditional punch music structure and sound as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got stuff coming from all over, you know, that was a I, really good know. description. Honestly, that was really, it really encompasses you. That was good. Yeah. Cause I, I, yeah. I couldn't, figure it out i was trying to describe you to my producer and i was like it's just it's it's like from everywhere but it's country but it's rock but it's it's like kind of folksy it's a, it's like it's like your yeah. own genre it's pretty cool i like it a lot yeah yeah and it, it, it takes a long time to to figure out and like what what that authentic sound is and i guess when you finally get to the point where you can hear like a little bit of all of the backgrounds that that you lean on then i guess you figured out what what the hell your sound is supposed to be but i'm sure it'll continue to evolve for us more too so. i love that that's great i love that outlook that's awesome sorry that just made me really happy that's totally true <laughs> so what part of michigan are you from like specifically uh it's a little town called metamora michigan about 1500 people it's about uh 50 miles straight north of detroit up in the woods oh, okay. a little bit yeah so how's the economy then, doing uh, there Michigan's come back pretty good. So they've had a good run for shit probably about 15 years now. It was really shitty in the late 2000s. Um, so I, I I last lived in Michigan in 2012. Um, Me too. And then moved out to Southern California for a hot minute. And then um, uh, came back to Detroit for a little bit. And then uh, shortly after that, ended up out in, in Nebraska. So kind of been a little bit of a gypsy here and there. But um so yeah, I'm not too so. familiar with Michigan, but unless I'm mistaken, that would make you a troll. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. <laughs> Do you know the term fudgy? No. I get well, unless you're talking about like Mackinac Island yeah. fudge or something. Yeah, like well that. we we I lived in Petoskey in Traverse City, which is right below the Mackinac Bridge. So everybody oh, from we didn't call them trolls, we called them fudgies, but people below the UP are trolls. So we were trolls that yeah, called yeah. fudgies fudgies. It's I yeah. don't yeah. So I yeah. just want about Lake Michigan, I wanna address something. Like sometimes you just gotta address when you're an ocean. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta admit <laughs> that you're an ocean. That's all I'm yeah, saying. It's, uh, 
that's pretty good size that's for sure yeah no we um yeah i, I try to get back there as, as many times as i can but yeah we uh so funny story about mackinac island Ooh. um my step-grandfather technically my step-grandfather but basically my grandfather growing up because uh my real grandfather was long gone before i was born and uh so the way that he made his living in the winter time up until it was like not logical to do so is he they they used to take all of the supplies for the summertime for Mackinac Island across in the wintertime on the ice. And he would take his horses up there to St. Ignace and he would push these cargo loads with horse-drawn sleighs basically on the ice out to the island. And it was super sketchy, but like they paid these guys because like only idiots would, would like sign up to do this because that water moves pretty good and it freezes kind of. <laughs> so you got to be really careful, like uh, where you go. So, stuff. but yeah, this crazy asshole used to. Your step grandpa is Santa. <laughs> He's Santa. Yeah, yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah. Is he? Did yep. he have presents yep. on the sleigh? He had all kinds. Was of he shit. making probably a list and checking of, it twice? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he had probably a shitload of beer, a shitload of food, all kinds of stuff they needed for for summertime on Mackinac Island. So that's what he did. Oh, that's sure. terrifying. It's anxiety. Yeah, super scary. Yeah. <laughs> and do you ever play in Michigan itself? Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, we have for sure. Um yeah, I can't remember the last time we were we were up there. Um so I know we have a show there in November later this year in St. Clair, Michigan. Um but uh yeah, we get up there, you know, if they'll have us, but it's a long ways to go. So it's uh you know, we we gotta try to uh try to keep keep growing and be able to take the band more places and stuff too. So Bird. But, Hey, what, what, what's your guitar? Tell me about your guitar. Like, is that your favorite? My guitar? Yeah. Uh, I got a bunch of favorites, probably not my favorite, but this one sounds pretty good unplugged. Um, so I thought it might work good for tonight, but yeah, this is a Taylor custom shop. Um, Hawaiian Koa guitar just sounds really good. Just without any electronics involved, just, just sitting there and playing it. Um, but I got some older guitars that I play shows with and stuff. But this one stays at the house. How many guitars do you have? Be honest. Uh, really, actually, I mean, compared to some other guitar players, not that many. I probably have legit like five guitars that I play, and maybe like eight total. So, it's about not, quality, not, not quantity. All right. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean, damn things are expensive too. And I try to <laughs> try to only buy guitars when it's like something i can't live without which usually comes with a price tag so i gotta chill out a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i have a i have a baby martin it's a three-quarter i just got new strings for it yeah. that hurt even just getting the strings right yeah i don't yeah. i don't play it very well uh, it will be evidenced probably in the intro to your show how well i play guitar <laughs> but yeah um uh i wanted to ask you will you um do a song for us tonight please i could I could do that. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about, you know, what we'd maybe want to play tonight. Um, and so we, we, like I was mentioning, we had that new record. It came out, uh, geez, May 12th. It was kind of like a late birthday present to me, I guess. Um, and uh, so back in March, we had the first single come out. Excuse me. It's a 
I'm out in my garage if you can't tell. It's hot out tonight, man. It's starting to get warm in Nebraska. So there's... But yeah, back in March, the title track for that uh, record came out. It's a song called Average, as is the album title. But now we're moving on to the second one, and we're going to have a video come out with this one in June that our good friend Riley Cameron's working on right now. Um, and then we're pushing it to radio and uh, actually just found out that it's uh, already started charting a little bit with independent radio. Sick. Um, so yeah, this one's called Long Way. A little bit of a Nebraska reference in this one. Said you can't stay too long. This town was just a verse and a song. Her truck tires are man for rolling. She keeps an empty shotgun sleep. This trip she's on. Won't slow for me. So maybe she's hiding Colorado. For saying it's handsome. Maybe she's sweet in Alabama. But she sure ain't sweet on me. If she ain't rolling that Mississippi, she's circling up in Alabama. Wherever she's taking my home. Long way leaving me. 
That was really good, Casey. Okay, that Thanks, was awesome. Guys. Thanks for letting me I love the lilt in your voice. It's wonderful. Um, I think we're going to be interviewing Callie now next, but um, super good talking to you. Big fan. Big time fan. Yeah, Felt like you. a rock star hanging Thanks out with you backstage. Me. Yeah. Hey, how you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Uh, I'm Shmonen. Definitely not Ronan. You know Sam? Yeah. And of course, you are Kelly. Well, yeah, let's start from the start. How'd you and Casey meet? Uh, we met at work. Oh, cool. Uh, we um, both worked at uh, a company called um, Polaris in sales, and, and we uh, met when we were doing that. Okay, so being in Nebraska, I'm guessing it was... What, ATVs, UTVs? Yes. Or uh, does Polaris still make jet skis? Uh, we haven't made jet skis for probably 15 years, but I think there's some still around. I had a Polaris snowmobile, but I call it a snowmobile. Because I'm from oh. Nebraska, it was when I lived in Michigan. You're you're from Indiana, aren't you, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. And I can't remember the name of the town. Uh, Carmel. How big is your, that town? I don't know how big it is anymore, but I think when I was growing up, there was about 100,000. Oh, that's big. Yeah, it was pretty and big. And you said it's close to Terre Haute, right? Close-ish, I think. I think Terre Haute's probably an hour okay, away. Okay, I just want to just I'm not put sure. this out there for the whole entire world to know that I won a sports tournament there at one point in time. I did not play <laughs> during the game, but I did. And that happened. And I have a commemorative t-shirt to show and everything. And I will wear it if you need proof. All right. Okay. Hey, back to you. All yeah, right. You could. Why not? <laughs> I don't play sports, so it's just hilarious that that happened. Did Casey tell you that he used to ski race and then he coached ski racing for what? many years? No. We didn't hear that. Yeah, he never talks about things like that. He's very humble. Like like, like snow ski racing. Yeah. Like not water ski. Um, yeah, I noticed that about him. He's very humble. I also noticed every time I would ask him a question about himself in his pre-interview, he always took it back to you. It was always like, oh, and this is what Callie's doing. And like, we're doing Callie. Like, he just, he's enamored with you. It's adorable. You guys are the cutest oh, thing in the whole entire world, I swear. Um, also, can we talk about one thing? I had to ask uh, Casey this earlier, but like, how terrible is it working with Josh Rector? Do you want to like, just like pull your hair out like I do all the time? Or, like puke most of the time? <laughs> like how, how, how horrible is it? Be honest. Oh, Josh is the best. Uh the nice thing about Josh is uh, Josh is always 100% prepared. He's always on it. He always is willing to lean in to help. He's, like, just a gem um, to work with totally in every single way. Plus, he's super, super talented. Uh, and he and I get to nerd out over stuff that we're – I'm actually secretly a huge nerd. I grew up with two brothers, so played video games, watched like Lord of the Rings and stuff, Star Wars, whatever. So we nerd out a lot. Lord of the Rings nerd. Heard that. Um, not Star yeah. Wars or like whatever else people are into because all I know is Which Lord is, of the Rings. So it's whatever. I haven't read the books. But it's times. great because Casey, um, he never uh, has, he's not in any of that. Stuff. Oh. So it's nice to have someone to talk to about Get that it. nerd <laughs> outlet in Josh. Josh, hear that? You're a nerd. That's what she values about you. <laughs> Sorry. I like, I can't stop hazing him. Um, you said you have a sister as well, right? You're the oldest of the four of you. 
Yes. Yep. I have a sister. She's seven years younger than me. So we um, didn't get a chance to hang out as much when we were younger, but we're close now. Really. Yeah. Close now. Yeah. That happened with my sisters too. And one thing with my sisters is we're a huge musical family, which I'm pretty sure your whole family is as well. Right. Yeah. Um, my, uh, sister, um, she sang all through school too. And she played piano. She probably still does. Um, my other brother plays piano and he wrote songs. Uh, and then my, um, brother Austin, he did some DJing and stuff like that when he was, um, in high school. And my dad's a really good singer. And my mom was a dancer and she actually danced um, professionally some. That's so. awesome. Uh, how how deep yeah. are your sister harmonies? Is it like one voice singing the same song? You know, we never did much of it just because with the seven-year age difference, uh, I probably was not as like cool of a sister as I could have been. I, I feel like I was more the sister that was always busy doing things. Um, but we should try yeah, it now. Yeah, you should. That would be fun. You should. Oh, when yeah. my sisters uh, and absolutely. I sing, we sing this one song. It's called One Voice. And it's like just, it's it sounds like one voice singing the same song, but in three different, like like throat singing almost. Like, you know, hitting oh, cool. harmonics. Which, by the way, I asked you this question earlier. You had a very interesting response because you're the only person who's ever responded the way that I do to this question. And it is, do you believe that your voice is your primary instrument or is it your ear? Yeah, I, when you asked, I had never thought about it, but I guess I would say my ear just because naturally for really no other reason, I'm sure it comes from choir and stuff too, but I do just naturally have a really good ear and that is the foundation of everything that I do in music. I, I can read music and I can play the piano with the proper notes and all that stuff, but I just learned so much better by ear. Yeah. I, I can save so much time just by listening and figuring it out. Found it. Um, do you have pitch, uh, perfect pitch? I don't think it's perfect because if, if you just played a note on a piano, I couldn't tell you, Oh, that's an a or can whatever. That's, that's not the way it works for me. But if you just said a song that I know, I usually can sing it without the note or anything. So tonal right memory, so. that's what that is. Tonal memory. You remember exactly the note right on. Uh -huh. Um, uh, so you have tonal memory. I bet you have perfect pitch. I want to try. Can you want to try? We can cut this out if you, if you don't want it in here later. Can we try? Okay. Sure. Can you sing me a C? <laughs> Middle C. C. Josh. Oh, can yeah. deny. Oh, 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 okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's a C. Yeah, so you actually sang a D. I don't remember what I said. You sang a D. So you were really close. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. Not that was fun. Pitch, yeah. But. But close enough. Close. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, Your voice wails. Honestly, like I did not expect that show at Copperfields and Carney, and the crowd didn't either. When I was out in the crowd, I was like hiding behind people to hide from my ex-boyfriend who came in. And like I was talking to them about like the show and you guys and everybody just they were like, we didn't plan on staying. But like, this is really good. And it, that crowd, I've never seen a bigger crowd there ever in my life especially awesome. as engaged as they were. And you were just this really just like powerful, like sexy rock star. You're just up there, just like commanding it. You had these awesome outfit on, just like so much confidence. And your voice wails. Seriously, you're so good. I'm fangirling out right now. 
<laughs> I don't remember. You had high waisted jeans actually. on or something. It was really cute. But we have footage yeah. from that. So we'll 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 roll some footage right now of that. Um just dress like well I have my own kind of style but it's a combination between like the 70s and today yes kind of exactly it was so. awesome do you guys have dogs um, all dogs oh dogs okay how many dogs do you have we have one dog oh yep um we just have one um his name is ranger um and he is a um pit and we love him is he, he there is a total sweetheart yeah he is can we get Ranger? Ranger. Ranger, come here. He should come. Um, and he's a total sweetheart. He's the best. Is he coming? Oh, 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 buddy. Is there a buddy? Is there a little buddy in the room? Ranger. Oh, hey, Ranger. Oh, he's got a good <laughs> face. That's a good face. Yeah. I love that barking on his eye. That's awesome. He's adorable. He's a fit dog. Yeah, he he is. He's he's literally ripped for no reason at all. He's just always been totally ripped. Um, 
But yeah, he looks like the dog from The Little Rascals. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, Where, what is that? That's great. Um, yeah. I, Josh told me to ask you about traveling. He says you have a lot of good travel stories. Or you, have, you traveled quite a bit in your lifetime. Is that true? I have. Um, my parents took us all around the U.S. when we were kids. Um, to go to a lot of national parks and we went camping, hiking, stuff like that. Um, so that's how I grew up. So I've always loved to travel. And now I've been to a lot of the national parks in the U.S. And then um, Mexico, Dominican Republic, Ireland, Scotland, Greece. And then in September, we're going to Tuscany. Oh, wow. Can I come with? Can you carry me on? Uh, Car- sure. Carry me in your bag. It's funny. One of <laughs> we're, our one of, we're staying in a big villa. Oh, that's amazing. So there's room. Uh, perfect. I will be there. I will be I'm there. Coming from outside the country, what's your tip for the best national park that you've seen? Hmm. Uh, my favorite. I mean, it's stereotypical. Every everybody says it, but it's because it is so awesome. Is Yellowstone. Cool. Um, have you ever been to Glacier? Glacier is that in Montana? Yeah, it is. I is that where the Beartooth Mountains are? You know, I I really don't that, know. Uh, I know I've been to the Beartooth Mountains, but I'm not sure if I've been to Glacier National Park or not. So I probably haven't. I was kind of young when we went there, so that's why I remember the Beartooth Mountains name because they genuinely look like bear's teeth. Um, but I don't remember if that was in Glacier or not. Um, I really really love Alaska. So that would probably be my second choice. Um, everything about Alaska is amazing. Where have you been in Alaska? Um, kind of all over. I've been not super far north, but I've been to like Homer, um, right around Anchorage. Um, and then there's like a bunch of tiny little towns about between an hour and two hours from Anchorage that, um, I don't remember the names of right now. But my brother and I did a trip out there one summer, and we did some hiking. And we did one hike that was um, like a locals-only hike, meaning it's not really a trail. It's more like a trace. And that took eight hours, and that was the best hike I've ever been on. Was it, it trace was really there was in only one other relation to a trail? Is that, uh, like- a trace to me is like where it's barely – do you know what a two-track is? It's one two track because it's just people. Gotta Google that really quick. Like a little tiny mini trail oh, because okay. there's so few people have walked on it. You can just kind of see where people have walked, but not a trail. That's really cool. And that's where you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> do you find you only one other person all day? Do you do you find that like a lot of your inspiration? I know you write a lot of your own lyrics. I've been told that as well. Do you find that a lot of that comes from your like your nature expeditions across the globe? Funny enough, um, my song Wild in Me, I wrote um, driving with my family when I was 16, I think, um, through Colorado. That's awesome. So we were driving, uh, I don't, I'm terrible with the names of roads, but you drive from um, like Omaha or Indy from to Colorado. I-80. And you're going to... No, as beautiful as I hate is. No, right after you leave um, the foothills area of Denver and go towards um, like Crested Butte, 
there's a um, road that cuts through the mountain um, right there by like, um, oh, of course I'm going to forget the names of the towns now, but um, just that first road where you first, it's almost like you're going through the mountain. There's mountains on either side of you and then you're coming through like all the green. That's where I first started writing it. Um, I just love that part of Colorado because it's like the start of the mountains is the start of your adventure. And that's exactly what Wild to Me is all about. It's like the beginning of your life and exploring life to the fullest. That's beautiful. And, and that's what you were 16 when you wrote that. Sorry, Consequently, also the age you were when you recorded your first album, correct? Yes, that was the catalyst for it. We had a family friend who was married to my choir, one of my choir directors at the time who had a home studio and he was kind enough to help me. Is that album still available? On a CD somewhere. I think my parents have it. Yeah. No, not anywhere else. So you wrote a song while you were in vacation in Colorado. And then when you got home, you were just like, boom, this is how my next album starts. (laughs) Not an album. I had a few songs. It was more of like an EP. Um, But uh, one of the other songs on there um, was actually the first song I ever wrote. <laughs> it's kind of a funny story, but um, I've always been uh, competitive, and I've always been very much of a feminist. Um, <clears throat> I was dating this guy in high school who was a musician, and he was in a band, and his band got cool, mm-hmm. and then... <laughs> He broke up with me because he thought he was too cool for me. And so I got really annoyed about it. And he was in my AP U.S. history class. Oh, no. And he was so we had this project where our teacher said we could do any art form. And it was supposed to be about the Vietnam War and today and connecting because this was during the Iraq War. Connecting the two wars and then basically explaining why war is bad. So... He said we could use any kind of art form, and this guy that had been my ex-boyfriend told the whole class he was going to write a song and play it in front of the class. So then, of course, I decided that I could write a better song than him, never mind that I didn't know how to play guitar. So I went home and got my dad's guitar from the 70s that he hadn't played since the 70s, and somehow managed to tune it and wrote a song on guitar. (laughs) The next day I played in front of the class and my teacher liked it so much that he asked me to play it at the Veterans Day convocation for school. So I did that. Overnight. And then, whoa. And then, uh, the Indiana national guard asked me to sing it at a going away ceremony for some soldiers that I know. I don't, yeah, I don't even know. It was, the scariest thing I'd ever done. Can, can you sure still it play weird. it? I probably could if I found the, there's a recording of it somewhere. Um, and there's like a video I'd have to find it again. Cause it's been so long since I've thought about it. It was kind of one of those things. It was great at the time. And I felt like I just left it there cause it was like of the moment. And it felt like it we've reached the pinnacle of this I moment. We must move on now. <laughs> So how long had you been playing guitar when you were playing for the Indiana National Guard? Like months, a matter of months. Um, oh, wow. I think three. Uh, speaking yeah. of being a competitive 
feminist musician. What's <laughs> yeah. it, See, I knew what's you... it like being married to a musician? Is he he? I like I said, uh, I talked to him about you, and he had nothing but great things yeah. to say. But like, what's it like for you? Do you feel? Do you find yourself in competition with him ever? No, um, not only because he is so supportive of me and always has been. Um, he's my basically not basically he is my road manager road manager um and he takes care of everything with the production so it really is totally a team effort um it's really not competitive and the nice thing is too we started out singing together um and we just started each doing our own music only like two years ago so the first two and a half, three years of us playing music, we always played together. So um, I love doing my own music. I think it's really, really fun. I love just as much or maybe more when we played music together too. So that's why we always do a duet section at the end of my show. So to close the show, um, because I just think it's something special for us. And also the audience responds really well to it. So been there face melted that um <laughs> no uh speaking of uh uh casey can we get him in for like to join your interview is he ready yes, of course <laughs> hey casey are you ready i hear him coming hey. it's gonna be the dog Aww. again it's a dog again. <laughs> Come on in here. It's Ranger. What are you doing? The people want to hear some music. I have a These couple questions people? first, though. <laughs> yeah, you're weird, too, sir. All right, let's just not be judgmental about that. Um, I have a couple questions. She says she's not competitive with you. I know you aren't competitive with her because we have talked on our own. That's bullshit. <laughs> um, I find this is one thing. This This is off the cuff right now. But I find that um, musicians, it's really hard sometimes to differentiate during, like, so when you really connect with another, another musician, like, to pl- like when you're playing a song and it just really locks in, you almost feel like you're in love. Is it, like, that much more, like, crazy, exacerbated when you actually are in love? Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So then it's just, like, same, same. Yeah, same, same. Right? Same, same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Other thing is, uh, um, Casey, was it like having such a, um, an attractive wife on stage? <laughs> uh, distracting. Uh, and, and Ke- Kelly, what's it like being such an attractive wife on stage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, actually, it's funny because it works out great because the girls love him too. So it's like just the other day at we were playing at a place and there was a girl who was up there talking to him. And then I walked up and she said, Oh, is this your wife? <laughs> yeah, like, I, was gonna... I mean, I don't care that you're talking to him. Go ahead. Like, how do you care. handle that? Have you ever had any awkward situations with fans? I think it's fun. I think it's no, not really. I think it's funny though, that like we're, we're pretty like touchy sometimes on stage and stuff. And <laughs> I think they must. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They must just think that she's like real affectionate with her band or something and they don't put two and two together. Or they think I'm an actress like acting or something, putting yeah, it on or maybe. whatever. Yeah, because you guys do yeah. not advertise the fact that you're married. 
I, I didn't get it either when I saw you first. I had to ask Josh, like, like I said, like five times. I was like, so they're married? Yeah. But they have two different sets, but they play together. I'm just like, how many albums, how many like co-writes do they have? Like, I was like, question, question, question. He was like, I told you this already last week five times. <laughs> but this is how it goes. Um, yeah, you are, an en- you are a mystery wrapped in an enigma delivered in a package of surprise. It is great. Right. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so like... I, do you guys feel like you have a kind of more of a mutual understanding of like the creative, like artist, like musician lifestyle then like other than like if you were, you know, married to somebody blue collar or, uh, you know, in business or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it definitely one nice thing is, uh, unfortunately in the music industry, um, it tends to be really rare that you have someone who's married that can continue to do music long-term because the other person, it doesn't matter gender. Um, I've seen it both ways that the other person eventually says, I want you to be at home more, you know, you got to be home with the kids and, or whatever it is. Um, so that part is really nice is that we both understand the, what it takes to be a musician and we're both there. So not neither of the one of us is saying, I need you to come home or, you need to play less because we're just, we understand each other that way. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's easy. Yeah. I mean, we're just always doing the same shit. So I never uh, conflicted, <laughs> you know, um, so it's just a kind of an understanding. Like, you know, we, we work through the week too, um, hustling and then, you know, Thursday night time to go start playing shows and, you know, we just kind of get in a rhythm that way. So when you're on tour, do you ever take time just for the two of you to, you know, go off on little side adventures or uh, explore new places? Yeah, it depends on where we're going. Yeah, especially like like if we go to like Colorado or something or um, Nashville, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we definitely had fun. We were in Austin in March uh, for yeah. South by Southwest. We definitely tore that town up a little Thank bit. Thank you for, for that. Sure. Josh came back like so much better somehow. Like, and I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> I was like, what happened to you in Austin? Place. Did you meet like the devil at the crossroads? Like what is going on? It was. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a, I don't know. There's just something about like getting outside of your bubble and being around other uh-huh. musicians. I think that's, you know, part of why we go down to Texas to make music. Like when we make records is it's just like a totally different scene. It's different people. You don't get to see very often. They're going to have a different take on the song that you're writing. So I think it's important to mix it up a little bit. And Austin did that for, for yeah, it got sure. weird in Austin. Yeah. Weird, weird. We keep coming back to that word for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so uh, speaking of that, you guys have kind of different styles of music. I would say Callie, you're more like country red dirt, poppy i don't know it's like you both have a very specific combination of genres that you can't really put into one word you know what i mean yes i do uh because um when we first released our you know first original music i submitted it to some reviewers and i remember specifically um i love this review to this day i don't think he thought it was a compliment but i love it uh, the reviewer said, I don't know what your music is, but it's not country, so I'm not going to review it. And I was like, boom, perfect. It's not country. That is the best compliment anyone ever gave me because to me it was like, good. If I sounded like someone that you already knew, that would be boring and lame. And, yeah, you would have reviewed us, but we would have gone in the file with a thousand other people that sound exactly the same. So, Hell, yeah. yeah influences, are, influences are tricky. Um, and I got some pretty good advice 
uh, early on because sometimes you have to be really careful that you're not like doing an impression of an influence, right? Um, because, you know, the simple answer on that was like, pick somebody, right? Like, uh, dude, we already have Jason Aldean, mm-hmm. right? If we needed another one, you know, well, we don't, right? So, like, just, you know, try to combine all those influences. And I think that's what we both, like, try to do. That's why you get some of that country, some of that rock. She's definitely got some of that pop. Because, like, like yeah. you, you just look at our two Spotify lists and you can tell why there's weird shit. Oh, you're nailing you know it. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you you remind me. This is eclectic. It's like an eclectic, just just a mash of genres. That really, really well delivered. Really well performed. Speaking of performances, will you guys please do a song together? I'm just gonna sit over here because <laughs> I was sitting in a, a very, very low chair. So if we're gonna play a song, I'm gonna sit up a little bit higher, and maybe you guys can hear it a little bit. So we're gonna I'm right here playing. Do you no. see yourself bigger? No, you see? Okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs> All right. So, you know, tell them about this song. Yeah. Um, so this song is a song that Casey wrote and that I will be releasing um, here in just a couple weeks on June 17th. Give or take. Um, yeah. And it's called In Between. And uh, it's a very special song to both of us. So.
We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not, I got my lighters out. I don't know if you guys saw, but I had two. Oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> no, uh, can I just say, as a vocal coach, like your voice, your the power behind it is almost unparalleled. Like it's amazing, and well, the lilt you put, you put like on the perfect emphasis of every single word you sing. Like I am super fangirling over you right now. I should probably stop talking. I'm gonna creep you out. But thank you. Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> And shout out to, unfortunately, she's not with us anymore, but if anyone saw this, I want to shout her out. My vocal coach, Denise, from when I was in high school, she was a blues and opera singer, which is a very funny combo. She came up as an opera singer, and then she damaged her vocal cords, and then she sounded super cool. Um, And so then she got into blues, and that is... 100% 100% I'm I'm convinced why I sing like Absolutely. I do Absolutely. I hear that. Gave me all That's brilliant. Good That's great. Is, it, is Denise going to be watching? Does she have Facebook or anything? She's not oh, with okay. us Sorry. anymore. I don't know if, I, if you said that before. No, that's fine. I mean, it's it was many, many years ago, but I just wanted to shout her out if anyone from home was watching because yeah. she was awesome. I'm sure lots of people remember Denise. Thank you, so. Denise. That's great. No, you guys are... And thank yeah. you, Casey, for writing yeah. a great song. Good job, guys. You guys are the cutest thing in the world. I kind of want to... Like a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, what, just, one, just one more time. How terrible is it to work with Joshua Rex, and how much do you want to kick him out of your band? <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10. Oh, oh we, uh, we love Josh too much. We're afraid to lose our amazing fiddle player, so we can't say anything bad about uh, him. You have an all. amazing fiddle player since when? Right. <laughs> we have to suck up to him so he stays with us because he gets so many offers to play with fans. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. uh, really enjoyed having Thanks. you guys on the show tonight. You're the best. Thanks, Josh, I guess, Thanks, for Josh. introducing me to them. They're the worst, just like you. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Thank guys. you both so much. Have a good night. Uh, Thanks for being weird yeah. with us here tonight. Stay weird. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. That was Casey Cameron, Cali, Indiana. You can catch them. On all their tour dates in the description below, please click the links. Um, And then uh, I just want to sign out by saying thank you for watching our podcast. I'm Sam Jenny. And I'm Hamburger Helper. (laughs) And this has been Everyone's Weird. Everyone is somewhat unusual in their own special way. And stay weird. Yeah, stay strange and look to the horizon. But mostly stay weird. And always listen to the song of your heart. But like... For the inspiration of a better tomorrow's promise. (laughs) But pretty much stay weird. Just like maintain abnormality. Don't forget to always maintain being yourself to the genuine best of your ability as Um, you know for yourself in many ways uh, in your heart he is right but mostly stay weird as in like you know never stop never stopping your strange and just you know yeah do do it just i'm not your dad but you know just i don't figure it out I'm sad and I'm happy all at the same
Mummy, states. your last name is Mummy. Mummy, yeah. Mummy, yeah. Yep. Even worse. Mm-hmm. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. 